0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. It's like a
1: stealth-based or a a stealth-focused action-adventure game uh, comparatively to at least the Spider-Man games that I've seen where there's a lot more... Swinging through the city, yeah. and it's about the mobility of it all. And what like are we talking about? No. Are those just in the same games. genres hmm. exactly, or is, is it that there's like We're a superhero, superhero games, section yeah. that has a few different representations? I don't know. Yeah, no. This not is really. Just they feel of a, very different. This is just a stream of consciousness for yeah. the most part. Do don't you don't guys want to start? You should check some of them out. Sure. You <laughs> want an intro? Who's introing? Scott, you should. That was our intro right there. Oh, We're doing that again. me just just going on about...
2: The
0: pharmacy
3: is now open. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of VGRX, your weekly dose of video game knowledge, news, and know-how. I'm back. Hello. Welcome back, Scott. We missed you. We did. It's been three weeks. Uh, I have a lot to talk about, but before we start that, I'm going to start introducing. Hello, I am Scott. Uh, We have Zach. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, We have Dan. That's me. And then, of course, we have Britton, the Fairy Squad mother himself. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um
0: <laughs> Guys, when somebody comes into the studio and they see us do that, it's gonna be like such an odd moment. Good thing it <laughs> yeah. never happens. Yeah, yeah we don't have like... the
1: video of that right now, but like in, in tandem Scott just Hit him with the dab and the three of us we're all.
3: It's exactly subconscious dabbing. at yeah. this point. Yeah. yeah, it is. We see it's you. like reflex. Or just you guys. like boom, mm. hit him with the dab. <laughs> mm. Cool. I'm flattered. Uh, Scott,
0: welcome back. Uh, hello,
3: how's it going? Thank how's, you. How's uh how's Australia? It was awesome. It was hot. Um it was summertime down there, huh? Yeah, it was summer when we were still in winter. Um it's it was so about ninety weird. degrees. I yeah, can't wrap right?
1: my head around oh, that concept. Uh, uh, I went I to it. Australia the opposite direction, and like it was I think it was in June. And it was like Seattle for most of the year. Yeah. Like just balmy. kind of. It's funny
3: because yeah. I hit. So I went at a weird time because I hit it where the first week I was there was all sunny and the second week I was there was all rainy. Oh. So I kind of got to experience both of it. No one wears um, jackets like we do. No one wears hoodies. No one wears pullovers. Everyone just uses an umbrella because it's too hot. Because it's still hot there as it's raining. Hot and rainy. Yeah. Hot so and rainy. Everyone just uses an umbrella. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why that? we don't. I don't know. So it's I feel cold. like a lot
1: of areas use umbrellas, but largely <laughs> in Washington we don't. Maybe that's because it's cu- it's, it's, it's always cold. cold enough.
0: Yeah, it's
3: always We're cold. We're desensitized. Okay. Yeah. So exactly. What do you What do
0: you do in Australia?
3: Uh, I petted a kangaroo, like I told you I would. Oh man, I and saw I, I saw a
2: picture man. of you hanging out with a. Big scary yeah, bag. That was cool.
3: So okay, here you haven't funny, shared a lot of pictures uh, with us unless you're on story. Facebook or something. Funny yeah. story. Uh so my sister I was still in Australia at the time and my sister uh went to our job and Britain was working. And uh, she went through his line, and she was like, look at these photos. I was so, like,
2: how's Scotty doing? I haven't heard from yeah. him. I <laughs> hope he's having fun. What's he up to? And yeah. sh- so and see- she pulls out her phone <laughs> with, with just one very specific picture. Yeah,
3: <laughs> she shows him the picture of a bat. I went to go you know, pet a koala. I got to feed a kangaroo. And what does she show him? A picture of me with a bat. I
2: mean, I was impressed. It was oh, a good, well, good. picture. Oh, <laughs> I'm good. Glad, I'm
3: glad you're impressed. I'm sure there's more to see, though. Um, I do have a lot more to show you, Um, and we will get into more of that. Uh,
2: What's a kangaroo like? What's the temperament there? Coarse. They're yeah. very coarse. Okay. they fur. I mean, cor- try to <laughs> kick you.
3: What? Did they try to kick you? No, not at all. They were very nice. I figured these they are kept on trying to grab from the cup. The kangaroos. They tried to keep um, on grabbing the cup. Were they? That I had
1: uh, were they like wild kangaroos? Or uh,
3: um, yeah, I would say so. Uh, so okay. I, I didn't go to a zoo. I went to a wildlife uh preservatory.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. they probably were like accustomed to
3: socializing yes. with humans. Got yes, it. it was a lot more open. Uh, it felt it didn't feel as gross as a zoo. Um, mm-hmm. One of my exes kind of made me think of the idea of zoos seem cool, but when you're actually there, they're trapped in a little box. Yeah, depends at,
2: on the zoo. Some have amazing enclosures that's, for animals. I guess
1: that's
3: lots true. Yeah, but yeah,
1: as a rule though. I yeah,
2: mean,
3: we as live r- we live near a
2: pretty darn nice zoo. Just yeah. And yeah,
3: I know they're I know they're revamping it, but anyway, um, no, this this zoo is or this uh, sanctuary was super cool. Uh, very open. Mm-hmm. Um, they have bugs there too <laughs> they did uh did so, you go to the spider exhibit <laughs> uh yeah i did and there weren't any spiders in oh, there okay. so that was uh concerning um oh, good point yeah <laughs> i okay so here's the thing i didn't see any insects unless i went searching for them so if you go to sydney don't worry about sleeping in your bed and having a spider crawl on your face yeah it's
1: not sydney you have to worry about it's like the 95 the percent outlook. of the country that isn't
3: City. populated with people exactly uh, so the only time I ever saw like a spider is I went to uh, a massive park that's by the Sydney Opera House and there's a garden oh. there and they specifically tell you what's in the garden like insects or like birds or something like that and one of them was a spider and I don't remember the name of it But I I was like, oh, I'm not going to find it. It's too cold for that. So I go walking in, probably about 10 to 15 feet of me walking into this garden. I see this massive spider web. Like you see this spider web from far away. Mm -hmm. And you just see this thing in the center of it with the butt the size of my thumb. Now I have pretty decent sized thumbs, okay?
1: (laughs) So did you just like nope right out of there? Oh, yeah. No, I I (laughs)
3: noped right on out of there. I took a picture and then I noped right out of there. And then everyone I show this picture to, they're like, that doesn't look like a spider at all. I was like, yeah, because I wasn't right next to it. I zoomed in really, really close (laughs) to it, and I was really, really far away from it. Um, Let's take your word for it.
1: Speaking of the Sydney Opera House, when I was in Australia, uh, we so I was with a music group, and we didn't have any plans to do anything at the Sydney Opera House, but they were having a performance of the New World Symphony, and basically, everyone on the trip said, "Let's just scrap whatever the plans were for tonight and go see that." And so, yeah, our trip organizers made that happen, and it's probably one of the best concerts I have ever been to. Good call, trip it organizers. Was so, so good. I'm playing New World Symphony actually in my next concert. Oh, series. cool. So, Dan plays violin. Vocal. I don't. Know if I, that's yeah, ever I play come the come violin.
3: Before. So I didn't. Um, I didn't go see a performance at the Sydney Opera House, but I did take a tour. Um, which is amazing. It's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful facility. I, I, I think I spent more time um, near and around the Sydney Opera House than anything else I did in Sydney. It's, it's beautiful. It's oh, not cool. one of the
0: seven wonders, but it is recognized around
3: oh, the world. Yeah, you, I mean,
1: which list of seven wonders,
3: but yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things that you can see pictures of it all day long, but until you go there and see it with your own eyes, it's
0: it's just as good or better as every picture you've ever seen. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. So even though you're in another country, I think we saw pictures of you gaming. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that other <laughs> yeah, photo I
2: yeah. saw.
3: Well, which I'm one? I'm so proud of you, man. Which, oh you I was, oh yeah. I was playing Switch a lot. You okay. You sent
2: me a picture of you playing a game I've been bugging you about yes. for a long time. So
3: okay. Well well this will, this is a good transition, isn't it? <laughs> if there's yeah. anything else you want to talk about your trip, feel free. to um, jump out mm, of it. But. Nothing really that kind of pops into my head right now. Like cool. uh, I it's like going to any country like it's awesome but to everyone else it probably sounds really boring
0: no way dude it's Uh, fascinating really
3: okay well i went to the top of the sydney tower which is essentially like the space needle um i did a ton of traveling they have a massive tram system so i literally went uh a million different places for like five bucks uh everything is ridiculously expensive there don't take ubers they're like 30 bucks to get you 10 feet oh no yeah Mm -hmm. no they're ridiculously expensive so you just take the train everywhere it's it's so cheap mm. um what else uh i did some jet boating out onto the harbor uh i took a ferry to manly beach which you can't swim at manly beach because it's too wavy so like the waves mm-hmm. are so big they'll pull you right out if Whoa. you go swimming in them so yep. they have like a no swim so if, if you don't have a surfboard attached to your leg you're not going out there uh, um what else any scuba diving No, no. No. I wanted to go to the Great Barrier Reef, but I didn't plan ahead of time. Um, And it's really far. Uh, But I plan on going back uh, for sure. Um, But this time I'll probably be going to uh, the Golden Coast area, which is like about six hours outside of Sydney. Um, I have some friends who live there, so I'd probably stay with them for free. I'm curious. Nice.
0: Did, did anybody ask you about your
3: like American accent? No, no one or... asked me. No. no one asked me. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. So I thought it would be easy to communicate with everyone. Uh-huh. Some people have thicker uh-huh. accents than others. It was awful. And like they, they would say little words that are different from ours. So here's an example. Um, I went out to a restaurant... And I went uh I was gonna eat there, and you know when we go to restaurants there or like a bar or whatever they're like, "Do you want it for here to go?" Well, there they say, "Do you want it to go or stay in?" okay and I didn't understand that <laughs> so, <Scotty. laughs> so I would have to ask like three times what they said, you're like, <laughs> so I'm just like, go. no wait, right I'm same. like, what, what did you say? Could you say it one more time? <laughs> um, I had an Aussie pie, I didn't have a kangaroo burger um and i had pizza and for okay here's the thing about the pizza so they had a pizza at a, one one place i went they had a pizza that had egg ham and bacon on it plus the like the cheese and sauce and everything yeah it's everywhere they do it on all their egg, food oh egg, like that's egg? like a standard pizza yeah, like there? It, well not 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 just pizza i'm saying like that those combination of egg, the three ham. ham bacon and eggs on anything burgers oh pizza i saw it just by itself i saw it on a taco i saw it like on everything wow and i don't know why yeah i have no idea Egg why
2: gonna pizza sounds a little weird how was that Did it was delicious it? it was okay. absolutely I mean, amazing I it for sure but yeah it was really good off-putting.
3: they had uh, different sodas and stuff too which were good cool. uh you drink water like 40 times a day like we're here we we rarely drink water which is sad there you drink four to five bottles daily Oh, okay. Or get, you'll die.
1: Get you a Nalgene, son. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> you will die. Uh, hey, it's it's helped for me. I drink a lot more water now than I
3: used to yeah. just by
1: having it with me.
3: Yeah, I should probably do it. Um, anyway, that that's pretty much everything. Um. We'll talk about Con a little bit later, but we will mm-hmm. go transition into some games. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so
1: what was the game that you were so playing?
3: I, I was playing Golf Story. Yay. Oh. I'm so excited to hear that. So the reason I was playing, everyone's probably like, why were we playing video games in Sydney? So, I would wake up at about 8 a.m. and I would go do my stuff. Um, and you get tired really easily. Like, I didn't have a car, so I was basically walking everywhere, taking the train everywhere, and doing everything by foot. Um, so, by five o'clock, five, six o'clock, I was done. I was pretty much wiped out. And I also wanted to come back and talk to my girlfriend. So, um, by the time five o'clock rolled around, it was already midnight here. Um, so, I would go home, talk to my girlfriend, I would play golf story. I love it. Um, Yeah, so I just brought my Switch, played some games. um,
2: We should mention that the Switch is a shining uh, example for oh, this use case. Such a great it's thing. It's something we couldn't really do in the past. Yeah. Bring it, on full-on console yeah. games on a vacation it's, with you. Play them anytime, It's anywhere. so
3: convenient and so easy. You just bring it on. It's cool that you got to um, really try it out. In, yeah.
2: And it, a, a way that a lot of people probably haven't yet. Yeah. it's haven't.
3: Okay, so here's here's another funny story. Uh, the whole purpose of me going to Sydney is I went for a rave called uh, Nico Nation, or Neko Nation as they call it there, but we call it Nico Nation because we're uncultured swines. <laughs> I was um, gonna say
1: actually, I think I know more people that
3: would call it Neko Nation over Neko. Nation. Shut up, Dan. Um, is it N-E-K-O? I guess You just don't
1: know cultured people. Yeah.
2: Is, is this like Cat Nation? Yeah, it's like yeah. a, it's like so. A, it's it's Neko. Sure. Want to get technical? So uh,
3: apparently they're uncultured swine over there too. <laughs> no, you're an uncultured swine. All right. Shut up. All right, yeah, Mister. Um, I <laughs> learned Japanese. I took in a little Japanese school. in high school. It's Neko. <laughs> um, okay, so I went for that event mainly. Um, one of my best friends was one of the headliner D- D- DJs. His name's Cyril. Um, great friend of mine he was kind of the reason uh, that I um, learned about this event in the first place Um, and another reason I went uh, was one of my favorite someone I've never seen before someone who I I follow very closely his name is the living tombstone he uh, was also playing at this event he's huge on YouTube plays a lot of uh, gaming arcade uh, music stuff like that Um, well so I went to the show show was amazing by the way. Um and afterwards I went back to uh my friend Cyril's hotel. So I went back with him, uh just hang out with him for a little bit. Um but the living tombstone was also staying at the exact same hotel. So we got out of our Uber the same time he did. We bumped into each other and like we kind of all like talked uh during the event or before and stuff like that. Um and he's just like, "Oh hey guys, do you want to come up to my hotel room and play Switch with me? Yes. So That's we awesome. all we all went up to his Out hotel there. room, played Mario Kart, um, and then he uh, after we played a couple games of Mario Kart, he won. By the way, uh, after a couple games of Mario Kart, we played. Um, I don't I, I don't remember exactly what the game is called, but it was a lot of fun. It was where. Um, it's a four player game. One person's alive trying to get through this like maze of dungeons and stuff like that. And then the other three people are like ghosts that possess oh, different things I in know the room.
1: The, I know the concept. You know, I, ex- I can not of the name for it. Yes. You...
3: Okay. It was an yeah. amazing game. It's a game we should all play together. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I
2: remember seeing trailers.
3: And yep. So like, if
2: any of you out there know what it's called, <laughs> please let us know.
1: I, I know. Yell
3: yeah. into your, your i I'll, <laughs> <phones. laughs> I'll find it at some point. Um, but it was a lot of fun, uh, so I got to play games of the Living Tombstone. So, that's really cool. Very yeah, cool. That's yeah. awesome. You're a big fan of this guy? Yeah, he he's he's a lot of fun. He's that's very awesome. nice too. So, um And everybody loves man. the Switch apparently. Of course. what's, <laughs> we, what's not to love about Can we about talk it? about Golf Story a little bit? Yes, absolutely. I I've,
2: I've talked at length about it on the show. I'm yes, very have. curious how you felt about this game. Did you get through it?
3: Uh I haven't beaten it yet. Okay. So, I've I get really frustrated when i'm doing really well and then the last like two or three holes i just you bomb can lose on it, it fast, i'm true. just like i hate everything i sometimes i underestimate the wind push or like how little i'm getting yep.
2: and because of the way this the game sets up the reason you're in these tournaments the context behind each one of these matches tournaments that you enter you feel invested in them, yeah. So when one goes awry, you're like, "I failed this character. Yes. I failed the people that are here supporting me."
3: The the humor in it is top notch. It's a very very funny game. It's so well written. Um,
2: it's how do you like the the disc golf guys?
3: <laughs> uh, I hate playing disc golf.
2: It's it takes some getting used to. It's because, very different mechanic from like, the standard golf. In the the,
3: the controls to control the disc are like inverted. If you're facing a different way, it's true. It's, it's awful. Part of the learning curve. Oh man. god, it's awful. Uh, <laughs> but everything about it is a lot of fun. Um, the
2: disc golf guys act like disc golf is the real sport, and everybody yeah. else is playing. Who's playing golf is yeah. stuck in a former. I kind of wish, they wish that they, they were the more times. involved in the game. Either funny. Yeah. But uh, I think there's some optional stuff related to that that you can find or not find. Yeah.
3: It was I, fun though. I, so. I, I, oh, I find this it?
1: particular conversation kind of amusing because I've tried golf a couple times <laughs> and then I've also done disc golfing. I have way more fun disc golfing. Yeah. You're but, one of those guys, man.
2: One well, of those hipster uh, dicks, the thing disc, is disc golfers. The reason
1: that I don't do disc golf is because I did end up meeting a lot of people who were those <laughs> hipster well, you, disc golf players. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, I mean, you like well,
2: playing frisbee though, right? So yeah, probably, I mean, I, I picked prefer. It up pretty quickly I then. prefer
1: ultimate frisbee. Yeah. It's actually significantly different because of the way that the uh, different frisbees are weighted. Right, uh, yeah. or sure, sure. Discs. Yeah. If we're going golf to be, though, uh, it,
2: there's a steep learning curve. A uh, barrier yeah. for entry to get if into. If you're
3: game. not good at it, you won't be. Good at it. I'm just saying. Unless
2: you slam your head against it for years on end, yeah. And try to get better. Yeah, yeah. I play. My, I my play uncle's little a golf. big golfer. Yeah. So I'm I have sure fun golfing, but my grandpa was a big
3: golfer, and he kind of passed it to my dad and then my dad kind of passed it to me it's it's a fun game to play but god you will suck at it yep. at first like there's oh for just, years yeah you play a lot <laughs> there is no no way around it anyway i'm glad you appreciated that game i'm yeah. so glad you got around to it, it has this
2: opened your mind a little bit toward the broader concept of indies i think so because cool. i i
3: i think i put a a decent amount of hours into it yeah like way more than i think you mentioned the first time i
2: think i put about 15 total i think i put i think
3: i put like 20 25 have you i have gone through and unlocked i have gone through done every single side quest Every single thing that I can find, I have done.
2: I'm the type if a side quest sounds dumb to me, I just walk away from it. Wow,
3: you're a fool. I didn't used to. Did you ever play World World of Warcraft? Completionist. Well, you played EverQuest. Yeah. God, how would you get through that game? (laughs) It was Um, great.
2: There was no quest in EverQuest. That's true. I used it was just grinding, all grinding, all the time.
1: I used to be kind of the same way with the completionist thing. There's like always a little part of my brain that says you should do this 100. percent You should do this without any help. And then there's another
2: part that says you are an adult and you don't have time. (laughs) Exactly. I have had that mindset ruin games for me. Like yeah. I guess Borderlands is an example. It's not ruined for me, but if at times when I yeah. approached a new area in Borderlands as a I gotta do everything mm-hmm. mindset, I, I just felt like I was spending tons of time on activities that were not that fun. Yep. yep. And this, this story behind a lot of these quests is to throw away. So it's just a it's kind of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Do what do what you have fun doing in the game. And if that means moving on to Bigger and better things, go for
1: it.
3: I have a completionist mentality. I'm taking that into Dark Souls right now too. Like, okay. if I see something shiny that I can collect, I will go and, and die 40 that times. Game 40. It that game there is courage. that there is nothing wrong with that
1: either. No, it's no. just a matter of like, what what do you value in your gaming time? But God, there yeah. are
3: some there are some misleading trolls there. Don't like, don't
2: put too much stock into the messages you read. On look look <laughs> look look. Here's here's Half an example. Half of them are troll messages. Here's an
3: example, and this isn't a spoiler at all. Um, I was going up to this cliffside to get an item and then like i knew something was up like immediately and then i yeah i get up i get this item which is like the poly it was a faded soul so you're getting like a hundred souls out of this worst pickup in the game yeah worst pickup (laughs) and then two like zombies with swords come up behind me and try to basically push me off the cliff and i'm just like nope i was like i knew i knew it was a bait I was like a new is a bait. But hey, you picked but up that shiny. I did. So I picked up the that. shiny. <laughs> so I've picked up a lot of shiny You've been in that streaming game. Dark Souls three a bit. I have. Cool. I've been playing uh I've played for about sixteen hours. Uh every single thing I've done on Dark Souls, I've been streaming. So come That's check cool. me out. Uh awesome.
2: The Chronicles of yeah. Scotty and Dark
3: Souls. Yeah. 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 You
1: know, I did some streaming of uh Sea, sea of Thieves, of thieves yeah. which Okay, so Sea of Thieves. Uh I don't remember if I talked about this last time, but I'm gonna talk about it again if I did. I don't know um, if you did. It's cool. Well
0: it's kinda yeah. it's kinda ran into a little bit more con- con- controversy.
1: Yeah. Right. So okay. Sea of Thieves going into it had kind of uh there were people who were excited about it and then there were people who were apprehensive for reasons similar to No Man's Sky. They were concerned that looking at it there wasn't gonna be enough stuff to do. It wasn't gonna be a fun game. It was gonna just kind of be the same stuff over and over. It feels and over like again. a beta. Right. Oh. Um so and then, like No Man's Sky, the game has come out. It's not, it's, it's not a bad game by any means. I mean, it's. I think that saying that there's kind of a lack of content is probably fair. Uh,
3: it's not worth sixty bucks.
1: But having played it, it's absolutely worth the sixty bucks. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. In in my wow. opinion, and um, maybe that's me. It, I'm, I'm sure that there's a, a personal taste factor. Um, yeah. It's I, fun, though. That's the thing. Is it, it looks like on paper it should be a game that you pick up, you play around with a little bit, and you're like, okay, well, that was kind of fun, but I'm done with now. And it, it, uh, that's what I thought going into it, but there was, uh, you could take advantage of the Xbox Pass, right? Which it turns out you can take advantage of on computer, even if you don't have Xbox, or an Xbox Live Active account, and still you can use the like 14-day free trial they have for it. Um, and you can just play a selection of games, which in March, see if Thieves was available. So I figured, why not? I'm never going to use the Xbox Pass again. Mm-hmm. So I might as well use my 14-day tra- free trial. And I tried it, and it was just so much fun, right? Because you, you're sailing, and the sailing no. mechanics in the game <laughs> are done really well. It's actually fun to sail. You feel like you're sailing. They didn't include anything about sailing that is like... Uh, annoying or painful to like try and make happen right mm-hmm. like they they introduced enough real world concepts about sailing to make it realistic without going overboard into kind of the simulation aspect of things where it becomes more of a chore to do so like how many hours did you put into it oh i probably put in 30 hours did you buy it so it's a lot um i actually haven't bought it yet okay but that's only because i haven't wanted to play it in april yet because i've been busy
3: fair enough um i i saw you stream some of it it looked fun mm -hmm. uh there's two people on the spectrum of this game first of all um i heard rare basically did an amazing job on this game the reason it it feels so empty is because Microsoft was like, "Get this game out right now." So shocking! Another yeah, that, that very well could be. Another. It was announced
2: a couple years ago. I know yeah, it, was, it was, but yeah. welcome so to Microsoft. Really call, can you call that rushed
3: though? Mm. A few years of development time. I mean, think of Banjo Kazooie. Well, there's. I mean, there's a bolts. few
1: things that are in there. I, I don't know if these are things that exist in other games, I don't know if it's something they could have uh, emulated, but one, water physics. yeah, it looks The really water good. Yeah, is it looks the really best-looking water I've ever seen in a game. <laughs> and it, it affects the way that your ship moves. And then also, water in this game, right? the sailing physics with the wind. Um, I haven't played Wind Waker. I don't know what Wind Waker does for wind. Um,
2: it's it, it moves in, I guess, eight different directions. and you control it. Sometimes you ha- are at the mercy of the direction of the wind, but eventually you get the ability to change the direction of the wind. Okay, and so in this game, you
1: can't change the direction of the wind, and sometimes you have to sail into the wind, and there are real-world sailing techniques you can use to do that? Does that make that you can use in game? Does
2: that make it a slog to get around at all?
1: You know, if you know those techniques, no, it doesn't. All right. Cuz you essentially move it like an angle to the wind so you catch some of it in the sails. You're not going to move as fast as you would if the wind was behind you. Sure. But that's not the point.
2: And sailing is a crew effort in this game, right? Yeah, to and what that so is that's that the true?
1: other thing. And this is this is something I've been looking for in a game for a long time that I this is the first time it's ever happened with the exception, I guess, of Guns of Icarus that I've seen. Hmm. Um, and it's that you are sailing the ship and it's a, it's a group effort. So you have the helm, you know, the big steering wheel, and someone needs to be manning that. Um, but then you also have sails, either one sail or three sails, depending on how many people you have with you. And one person can sail the ship. I've been able to sail a Galleon by myself, but let me tell you, it does not matter how good you are you simply can't do enough things fast enough to be able to pull off any tricky maneuvers. The best you can do is basically sail with one, maybe two sails uh, as long as you aren't making any sharp turns. Yeah. So I it's it definitely, it's, you don't need a group to do it, but having a group to help you that is in tandem with you helps a lot yeah. because there are reasons to raise the sail sometimes. If you want to make a sharp turn, if you're pulling the sails up, you'll make that turn even sharper. Um. and then you can put it back down to get the speed again. Uh, catching the wind, you, you'll want to tack, right? So if you're going at one angle to the wind, but you actually want to go off to your right, you're eventually going to have to turn, and turning takes a long time, but if you have one person on each sail, and then the guy at the, at the helm, then that turn takes significantly less time. Makes sense. That's important if you're chasing another ship that isn't as good at sailing as you are. Yeah, <laughs> group yeah. play is definitely incentivized,
0: but I've I've heard a lot of negative feedback. from the community. Yeah, Yeah.
3: people have been really on the fence about this game. I'm curious,
0: like how how far into like the content did you get, like Uh, quests uh, and that kind of thing? I would
1: say fairly far. I
0: think Mm -hmm. there's a few things that I haven't
1: seen yet, uh, but largely I've done pretty much everything, Mm -hmm. at least some. What are Um, you doing
2: besides sailing in this game?
1: So there's three factions you get quests from. Uh, One of them, you go hunt down uh, skeletons of past pirates uh, that are legendary, and you take their skulls and you take them back to the Order of Souls. Then there's the Merchant Alliance where they'll give you some crates and say, go pick up these pigs or chickens or snakes from these places and deliver them to a specific outpost. And then the third one is the treasure hunting, the gold hoarders, I think. And they'll give you treasure maps. Sometimes they're maps with X's on them. Other times they're Um, like a list of clues and kind of a riddle format. Um, And so those are the main kind of ways that you interact with the uh, quest system, and those are the three main different things you do. There's also skeleton forts. They'll periodically get a giant skull cloud above them, at which point you can go there and you can fight waves of skeletons until the captain appears on the island, and then once you take out the captain, you get a key to a... uh, like a little locked room that has a whole bunch of treasure in it, and so that by itself is interesting enough. But the thing is, when that skull quad appears, everyone on the map can see it, which how many, means how that many
2: people are we talking in a server? So
1: I think there's works. like twenty or something. Yeah, that's I think I, I saw it was like twenty or twenty-four. Yeah. I don't know if that's people <sighs> or ships. I want it seems like it should be ships, but it's probably people. It's probably so. People. Then your crew shows yeah. up. Um, other people's crews show up. A and we kind of I remember bored. during one Skull Island there there were four galleons and a sloop that showed up at some point during it. And all four galleons were still there at the end. Uh, we sunk two of them, but the last one was... Because uh, we were the third one. The last one was the one that got the treasure and sailed back and managed to sell it before we could catch up to them. Uh, but it was really satisfying to show up and be in combat with two galleons at the same time and sink both of them.
3: Yeah. It sounds really cool. Uh yep. I'm, but I am very on the fence, and I think this will be the last thing we say about this because we need to you know, get on to actual news, mm-hmm. um, but I'm very on the fence of I hate games, uh, and I will name drop super hard, like Ark, mm-hmm. um, that sell you a game for $60 with the promise of content and have it just come out as a DLC. So then you buy a full fledged game and then you have to buy DLC later for a game that wasn't even out of early access by the time they dropped their first DLC. Like that that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, then they come out for the full game. And then they're like, oh, well now it's on Xbox and PlayStation. So now you can buy it here too. So then people go and buy the game again for the full game that's not even is that, completed. I mean,
1: so is that something that See if Thieves is going to do or is that no, something you're afraid some, that they're going to that's do? That's something
3: I'm afraid okay. they're going to do because <laughs> they're right now they're selling it for full price right so I'm scared that the content that they quote-unquote promised and I love rare so first of all I'm not bashing on it being mm-hmm. rare because I absolutely love them so this is why I hope they don't do it um, I hope that you don't buy the game with a promise of things coming and then they're like here it is but you have to pay $30 for it right so now instead of getting a game um, that was $60. Now I've now spent 90 on a game where I get the extra content that they promised me in the beginning.
1: So, Destiny, the, we're looking yeah, at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I know about upcoming content, uh, I know that like pets, for example, are in the next content, and pets are going to be a form of microtransaction but you will be able to get some pets without paying for them.
3: But it's cosmetic stuff. It has nothing right. to do with...
1: Right. And that's and that's one of the things about the game that they've been really adamant about, is that you are able to do everything the very second you log into the game. Yeah. You have everything unlocked for you in terms of functionality. You are just as good as anyone else. It is your skill at sailing and fighting and decision-making that's going to win you the day. So, I'll, have to, I'll check it um, out. I'll come over and check the, it out. The hesitations that people have that I think are probably fair ones... Um, One, it is an it is a PvP always-on game. There is no such thing as a safe zone in this game. Um, Largely, you can avoid ships. I was able sometimes to sail around for like a couple hours and not see anyone else. That is especially the case during like off hours, you know, in the middle of the night. Um, But if you see a ship and they decide they want to chase you, you can't just put up a a, you know non-PvP flag and just be cool. Be like the pacifist and stuff like they that. They can come and take your stuff if they want to. And there yep. are people who will do that. Um, and then the other thing is that there are some... I don't know how widespread it is in terms of uh, like how many people are using things, but there are some hacks that are out there. Um, I haven't... I don't think I've seen any yet. There was one that I thought I saw, and then I went and looked up game mechanics and realized I was wrong, and I was just bad at the game. Um, but... That that was, that was a concern. I remember seeing people have. Um. Other than that, though, it's pretty much just there's not a whole lot of content. But the people who are playing, it doesn't seem to bother. So cool. You know, well, if you, you th- enjoy the gameplay, it's going to it's going to be worth the sixty dollars. I, I
0: take it that's that's the biggest thing. It's not the content, but it's the interaction with the you, you know your friends and stuff and the mm-hmm. actual sailing. It's something you don't really experience in any other game. This is right. a friend-based game, and that's what keeps people. This is a friend-based mm-hmm, game. Know?
3: You don't want to play this game alone, for sure. Yeah, and it's by Rare, and I'm pretty sure Grant Kirkhope did the music and everything for it. So uh, it's definitely really you think so? Just
2: you might want to look that up.
3: I don't know. I will look it he up right now. He has been busy
2: with quite a few games recently, I, so who knows?
3: If I, I'm pretty sure if it's main rare, he normally does the music for. Okay. It. There are
1: musical I mean, there are instruments has an, in the game yeah. that you can play. Yeah. <laughs> there's an accordion well, fun. and there's a hurdy gurdy. And yes. one of the
0: songs has excellent harmonies in it. It's great. That's cool. It's so cool. I was watching a, a stream
3: and uh, the guy... Was there, it dance? No, it wasn't. Wow, you're a piece of garbage. I know,
0: I know. I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I was watching a stream and one guy started playing and then he's like, come on guys, come join me. And they all joined him and started playing. And it was like a wonderful little moment that they had, mm-hmm. you know, playing their music on their ship as they sailed. Those are the stories you tell people when you're I talking once, about this game.
1: I okay. once ran around a skeleton island and... Uh, just running from a group that I'd been harassing for a while, and I was just jumping around playing my accordion <laughs> the entire time, and they couldn't get me. I ran around for like five minutes. It's <laughs> infuriating. Oh, it was, but also so satisfying great. for you. Well, I'm because sure. there's okay, so there's voice chat in the game that you could use, and they'd been they'd been talking some crap, and uh, it it was the kind that personally I think is just kind of low effort stuff, you know, like oh you're you're so bad at the game, man, you know we we just sunk you, mm-hmm. and like. Great dude. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> yep, that happened. Very creative. Like I'm I'm down to get insulted in creative manners if oh, sure. if you've got it, but uh, especially
2: if it's in a pirate voice. Yeah, I hope, so I hope there's so some role playing going on here. I
1: figured it was well within my rights to then be just as obnoxious back to them by <laughs> running around their island, being distracting, playing
2: a musical instrument. Going all weird out on them. Oh yeah. Nicely done. <laughs> Scotty.
3: So he did. What are you doing over there? Right. Hey. Kirkup did the music. Did he? Yes. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. How's the
1: music, Dan? Is it's, it? It's, it's is it good? Notable, memorable. It is fun. It is. Okay. Uh, it's. I. It is memorable.
3: I'd okay. Say. Cool. Well, um, what do you expect? That's all Grant Kirkhope. Like his music is just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Scotty, anyway.
2: there, there's a piece of news. One piece of news I want to bring back up from last week. Yeah. Because I want your reaction to it. Okay. You weren't there to to. Um, Tell us how
3: you feel about cool. it. Cool.
2: Uh, it's the news that Sakurai will indeed be working on <laughs> Smash Bros.
0: for Switch. Oh no. Oh no. What do you do?
3: I'm so <laughs> excited. Oh my god.
2: It's I'm, good news. Yes. No matter how you dice it, what, what do you take away from that piece of news?
3: Uh I think it means that Smash Brothers is going to be the same amazing, fun, uh, you know, awesome game that we've known to love for what? Uh 16 years now, it's in very good hands. Yeah, I, I don't think we have anything to worry about anymore so, at all.
0: I also heard that E3 is going to do a Smash Brothers tournament. Yep, yeah. <laughs> so is that going to be previous Smash
3: Brothers? Yeah, no, probably. No. no, this is the new game. It's oh, you think the it's gonna be game. a
0: new game? It is. Yeah. Oh wow. man, yeah, they you announced gonna... this
2: on uh Nintendo Versus, it's a Twitter right. account that's okay. uh, it's a Nintendo account. And it's specifically about uh, online gaming, eSports type stuff. Do you stuff. think
3: we're going to see a lot of the new Smash Brothers at E3? Yeah,
2: totally. Do okay. you remember the Smash Bros. Invitational from three yeah. years ago, yeah. right before the last version came out? Mm-hmm. The Half of the point of that Invitational was to show off the new game. I get the vibe that that's, that's what's going to be happening with Good. Smash Bros. this year. I'm excited. I don't I'm, know if that will be like their big game at the show. I think it will I be. I kind of hope not. They'd, really? It'd be okay if they did that because they've been releasing lots of great games that's my point is there another unknown quantity is is there pokemon to talk about is there metroid to talk about that's more later this year fair enough but if it is just smash bros we can hardly if they bring
3: fortnite to the switch i'm ending my own life are you i'm so tired i'm so tired of hearing about fortnite dude pubga for life i
1: haven't tried fortnite yet i've been told it's probably worth trying
3: it's fun but if you've like okay, so you know where PUBG takes skill. You know where you actually have to line up shots and everything. It's mind inducing. Yeah, it is. But it's it it does take a lot of skill to play the game. I jumped into a game of Fortnite without even like with. I think the last time I played it was probably when it first came out. I just started it up and I played a game. I got like five kills before I died. Like you're better than I am uh, within within two minutes. It's not a hard game to play at all. It's it's a game for children, honestly.
2: But were you playing on mobile with touchscreen
0: controls? Shut up! You're making me you're making me feel bad though, because like, I do you hop, play Fortnite? I do. You're a piece oh, of garbage. I'm I really hate you. Ba- I'm really bad at. Well,
3: it. you're really bad at video games. So oh, that hurts. Man. Ouch! That's rude. Dang! Really hurts. I would defend that you, is.
1: except the last time you came on my stream, you just. Oh
3: trash. You, you just trashed me, yeah, and then he left. Yeah. I did this so, Brooks. I did yeah. to Brooks and he did it to me. He did it to me too. He's like, Man, you're garbage. He's like, You suck. I'm, I'm like, wow. Jerk. I'm glad I don't stream. Yeah, you should be. Zach's Zach, Zach get- is a common troll. I thought I didn't know who he was at first until until Brooks, Brooks said yeah. something. Yeah. If Brooks if Brooks wasn't there, he didn't say anything. I would have just thought that I who had is a dude. This random jerk? Yeah, I was about to ban him actually. You, I was you about know. to ban him from my stream. Should have done it anyway. He I knows knows you know. You would, would think that. Uh, you
0: would think that would support my friends, but. Uh-huh. And the funniest thing about he it, doesn't. you would he think hates that. Us. Yeah, I didn't actually. even have my volume on when you when I was watching you. Oh, I was yeah, just thank typing you. typing garbage Good, into thank you. the chat.
3: I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're a piece of never mind. You know you love me. Um. Well, hey, speaking of streaming. You can find me at twitch.tv. Nope. Shilling. No plugs. Get out Charmander of here. Charmander04. just kidding. Go ahead. And then uh, you can find Dan as well. tall D-E-R-A-N-T-O-L. Yeah. Boom. tall. Okay. Yeah. You can literally like, just Google Just like Google me- message Durantal. me and ask about it. Okay. So... Uh, I've been gone for three weeks. Mm. I know we have a lot of backup on news. Not um, really.
2: We we actually
3: yeah sifted we recorded. Through did a lot you get of a lot of, of it? it. Yeah, yeah, okay, the last time there do was we...
1: a lot of rapid fire stuff that we hit up.
3: Okay, well that, th- that was the big
2: one that I wanted your your take on. I oh, there was, I was one. Other one. To there say. was another one. Was it Dota Plus? It was Dota Plus. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. tell us about Dota Plus.
3: Okay, so Dota so i'm still kind of trying to figure it out uh we all are honestly so you're not um, paying for it yet then clearly. oh i'm paying for it oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah no i already paid six months for it um yeah no it was an easy i got home from vacation i was like okay well there's a uh, 24 gone okay um what is it? five bucks six bucks a month yeah so you can do like you can do like for one month it's like 3.99 oh, uh, $4 but you a can, month. then you can do like three months or six months um so what we've kind of gathered so far um we don't know exactly how it's going to work with uh so the international got announced as well um the international is happening it's actually happening in Vancouver Canada this year um and it's happening from the 19th or the 20th to the 25th um so 6 days um but we will we we don't really know how they're going to do a battle pass this year cuz we think that this has to do with the battle pass, but a lot of people think that they're just going to do a traditional battle pass, um, you know, where you buy one, you level it up, you know, you get different perks and stuff like that. You kind of get the same thing with Dota Plus, um, but basically it's like you earn points after you do different things with different heroes and level, you can level up your hero and stuff like that, um, and you can get different, um, they're not skills, they're called uh, relics, and basically what they are is um, different abilities or different things that people have known to just be a, a associated with that hero. Um, you can get different points in these different like tiers and level them up and level up your character, and it literally does nothing besides gives you the satisfaction that you've been leveling up this character for God knows how long. Um, but they also do... Uh, like depending on what people have picked during a certain pick phase, it'll give you like a suggestion of, you know, what hero you should pick next and what lane you should pick it in. So it's almost like a hand holdy thing. Uh and then when you're in the game, they actually give you um guides so you can choose one to three guides on an item build or an item progression and things like that. So it, it's kinda hand holdy in that way. Um so people are kind of on the fence about it. But um when you get points and stuff like that, you can unlock different skins. Uh there's six skins right now uh that you can unlock um uh that that um what's the word I'm looking for? That are only exclusive to the Dota Plus thing. Um but we're kind of right now it's just like it's weird because first of all, they're like 75,000 points and that doesn't sound like a lot, but how many hours is that? It's it's not even conceivable because you get a hundred points per doing a challenge with one hero and you have to win the game to get those points. So it's not anything that's conceivable to do right now. So we're kind of on the like, how is this going to work? You know, and with the international coming up, we're kind of wondering how is the battle pass going to work? Do you have to buy the battle pass like you would Dota plus, or do you get the battle pass for free for playing Dota plus? Um, We don't know yet. So the cynical
2: side of me thinks that they're intentionally being vague on everything that this entails yes. to get people to sign up, just in case something cool happens. With yes, it. <laughs>
3: that's exactly what's <laughs> Pretty happening. Pretty lame. <laughs> Everyone is signing up for it, regardless of what they know is going to happen. Yeah. Um. A cool, a really cool thing about it, though, is that they brought back what's known uh, as the battle pass, or not battle pass, uh, the uh, battle cup. Uh, and what that is is every Saturday, um, they do a basically a tournament. It is, uh, what is it, I think it's six teams, um, so you go from a quarterfinal to a semifinal to the finals, um, and basically you go through this battle cup every week, and you can have people uh, that you know be on your team, or you can make up a team from, you know, hundreds of thousands of random people just randomly search, um, but if you win, you get like 10,000 uh, battle points. And it's cool because the more you win, the higher tiers you go. So essentially, you could actually get an invitation to play in the international if you win um, different tiers on the Battle Cup. So, say, like, I was to make a team with you four and one other person, and we were all really, really good at Dota, and we started right when they started doing the Battle Cup. That's a
1: strong assumption. Yeah,
3: well, I know, (laughs) but say, you know, say it did happen. um, If we won, you know, every single battle cup that we entered in up to the international we could potentially get an invite to play against these professional teams to play in the international which would be a
1: really cool experience yeah
3: it's never happened but it could yeah. which is cool yeah. um and they do it for every uh different um uh different regions and stuff like that but uh yeah that, that's kind of all we really know about it and you it right
2: prepaid now. for 6 months of it huh
3: yeah but you get a you get to play in the battle pass for free um or the battle cup for free because That's not a
2: part of this uh of Dota Plus then.
3: N- well it is. So if you're part of Dota Plus you get to play in the battle cup I for see. free. Cuz if see. you're not a part of it you pay a dollar for a ticket to get oh, in. Oh got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So but yeah, so Dota Plus, we're kind of still shaking our heads wondering <laughs> what's going on about it. So it wasn't
2: it. weird that we read through all of that stuff last week and couldn't really make a whole lot of sense yeah, out of it. <laughs> it still
3: doesn't make any sense. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> it's not just you. It's reassuring. Um, what else?
2: Um, Zach and I have both picked up Far Cry 5 yeah, and we've Far been playing a bit of it. We could rap about that for a few minutes. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, I've played every Far Cry game. Zach, is this your? F- no, you played second, second, at least my second. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Which three. one
3: did you play? Uh, three. Oh, okay, three. That's, that's not a bad. I kind of
0: followed four a little bit. Uh, Primal, I didn't really care about. Yeah. At all, and then Far Cry Five, you know, based in you know United States, so change of to, scenery for sure. I wanted to jump back into it. So I'd say the
2: core of what makes Far Cry Far Cry is the unscripted moments of the game. The moments when you're assaulting a base and it can play out in literally infinite different ways based on who shows up, based on animals that are there, based on the weapons you bring in with you. That, that core of you know what makes Far Cry stand out from other first-person shooters is there. It's intact in five. But at the same time, I feel like they backpedaled in a lot of things, a lot of areas that I really loved about previous Far Cry games. Uh, I would say three specifically, because that's still my favorite in the series and one of my favorite first-person shooters ever. Um, The the main thing that is absent from this game, as far as I can tell, Zach, you're further along than me. I've played about three to five hours of the game so far. I'm missing the RPG elements that previous entries in the franchise brought to the table. It doesn't feel like there's this strong sense of character progression happening in this game.
0: No, because I I mentioned to you off the podcast that they're not doing a specific character because they're intending for you to play online and play online co-op with a buddy. So they're doing character customization and allow you to kind of make your own story for your own person um
2: so what is sacrifice there is some of the intentional like individuality of the character you're playing as right. their agency in right. this story their interaction with other characters a voice literally just a voice for the character does huge things for um the way the story unfolds around you
0: yeah and i mean i've been i've been 100%ing like the region i'm in so typically you start in the southwest corner of the map Uh, But as you do little side missions and stuff, you get to learn like the characters that live in the area or that, you know, run a certain farm and you do these side missions and you learn about their life and you kind of you do kind of build your own connection, even though you're not uh, your characters not interacting with them. And they even have funny little snippets where they talk about how quiet you are. Or, yeah, sure. Or your main draw pro- attention to the silent protagonist. Right.
2: That's that's a gaming trope.
0: <laughs> there was a so in the game you can get basically sidekicks. Uh, can you get psychics side ki- sidekicks in three? Sidekicks have been around since two. Yeah. Okay, so you get sidekicks, um, but basically there's two of them that interact with each other, and one of them starts asking your female sidekick, you know, if she's available, and uh, she goes on to say that she likes a strong silent type. Oh, okay. And so you you, you kind of giggle and you laugh at those little tiny little type of moments, but yeah. Um. I don't know. I think we have different opinions on the game. Sounds like it. I think it represents a lot going on in in the United States nowadays. Well, Um, it's interesting you say that. One of the main complaints I
2: have heard mm -hmm. from various media outlets about this game is that it has so many opportunities, so much potential for commenting on that narrative on... um, violence in america yeah. on fringe belief systems in america
0: I mean, and it doesn't <laughs> it, it, it does i think i really want to go back and i want to get a you know a full full idea i want to play everything i want to meet every character and i've jumped around on the map and i met some characters that kind of hit at hint at like our current political system uh different conservative and liberal views uh, does it feel
2: like an afterthought though or does it feel like this game exists as a vehicle to comment on that? Uh
0: it, it's kind of like it's a side thought. It's not an afterthought.
2: So though you The you premise of the game this cult and this like kind of revolutionary uprising in middle America seems like it it, uh, it hit at a time where it's trying to touch on that. You know what I mean? Cuz right. there's I mean, a lot of conversations in American politics and society these days that align with the, the premise of this game.
1: In fairness, I mean, it's not exactly a new thing either. I mean, you can go back and pull up stories about cults from all sorts of different It's eras. true. So it, this it's, game's actually based yeah. on a real life. Like, real what was it? Cult. Um, Wolfenstein? Is that the one that's about fighting Nazis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did comment on the whole rise of the the alt-right, you know, pseudo-Nazi movement, whatever, like, yeah. however you feel about that. Um, they weren't Building the game with that in mind, it was just it just kind of happened. Sure. So I wonder, some you know, like uh, how long has it been since Far Cry? The last Far Cry Four thing came out.
2: It's been a while. There was Primal too, though. Remember in between there. There's yeah. been Far Cry games consistently. Okay. Four was three, four years ago, so okay. something like that.
1: So I I wonder if maybe this was just you know another idea that they had that ended up becoming more relevant because you have a little bit more of the sort of uh, anti-government, pro-cult. Or at least pro I mean small insular community kind of. They movement. totally
2: call it that in those games. They're pr- they're, yeah. on, they're very on the nose about it. Well,
1: but I mean, I'm I just I don't think I would go so far as to call a lot of those insular communities today cults. I got gotcha. you. Although some of them probably resemble that. Sure, sure. Regardless, so Far Cry, you're saying that it it seems like it's it's an included thought without it being the whole focus
0: yeah i think you have to you have to really play the whole game to kind of get idea because i popped around so much that you meet characters that Mm -hmm. you know kind of give you different thoughts and stuff but without completing it you're not really meeting all these little side characters i don't think they include a lot of like political stuff or modern issues in like the main storyline because that's not their point but we meet the side characters that they have you know time to implement that uh, you kind of get that idea. Okay. I'll have to okay. play more of it before yeah. I even make it I definitely encourage you to. But. Yeah. And I will. I bought it. I should play it. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I'll
2: be interested to hear about uh, both of your thoughts on it, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm de- I would definitely want to like how 100% th- it.
2: How do you feel about the main few villains, though? Because <sighs> I, the villains in Far Cry uh, games, I've said this before on the show, are the highlight of those games. They're they're always the reason to play the games, the reason to keep coming back, mm. and the reason to see the story through. So how do you feel about the villains in um, this
0: game? I feel, I feel like they're if you don't look at how they're built, they mm-hmm. are scary. So if you just look at the character without looking at the, the story that it's based on, they're scary. Um, I think the main villain, the father, right? Mm-hmm. Joseph, Joseph seed. Yeah. Father, so yeah. Joseph Seed, the father. I think he's creepy. I think he's scary. Um, I don't know what his challenges or his missions are going to include when you get to him. Um, but when you look at the story and how they're built, and why you have to confront their three other mini bosses mm-hmm. uh, before you get to him, or how you how that's built up,
2: that's actually a pretty familiar structure within Far Cry games. It's, it's worked similarly in
0: previous ones. Yeah, it doesn't. Oh no, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I kind of wish it was linear, but you know, it's it's fun. The freedom's good too, though, letting yeah. you tackle things in various ways. Although.
2: I uh, when you're when you're kind of let loose on the map and say and they tell you here's a few different areas you can go hit up yeah. they kind of nudge you in one direction and I intentionally went in a different direction yeah. I got my butt handed to me did you <laughs> it was hard the area I went so Ooh. I figure that the game does give you that freedom but it uh, probably still has a progression in mind at least
0: for you they do I uh, I I think I might have told you this I 100 percent the one area so as you're driving along and you know most of the stuff is completed there's people with intelligence on the side of the road. So I stop and talk to them, and they're you know they give me info on stuff to the north and stuff to the east, mm-hmm. and basically hinting at where to go. And you, they're like basically saying move on, you know, right? And gotcha. Continue pushing. Um, I think you, you might know what I'm talking about, but the game mechanic on how you bi- basically get pulled into the boss missions. What do you I do? haven't done any yet, but I have read a little bit. You about haven't about done any, any of the boss missions nope. at all. No,
2: I'm still working on getting that. You you basically like build rebellion points or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And you have to hit a certain number of points before the boss mission is
0: unlocked in one of the regions of the
2: map and then you go kind of take care of that.
0: So you probably remember better, but in Far Cry three you had to go to a boss basically. Yeah. Right to fight him. Yeah. So in this one, I mean I don't think this is spoilers, but you get enough rebellion points and you basically get taken. Okay, I gotcha. Regardless of uh you know, what you do. You can You could be doing anything they're going to take you. Okay. And so far, I've been taken by all three. Oh, wow. So there's different fashions and different missions. You're making pretty good progress then. Yeah. Okay. I'm like 18 hours in.
2: Okay. So like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Another thing I'm missing from this game is I I mentioned RPG elements. In previous games, um, equipment, mission structure, even experience, skill tree stuff, was very very meticulously designed, and it felt very RPG-like. You would... You would gain XP for killing enemies and work your way up through a skill tree. And the skill tree was broken up into different areas mm-hmm. with, you know, stealth stuff in one area, assault things in another area. Um, even like alchemy type stuff. You're combining herbs to make potions that you can use when you're out hunting. Uh, it it felt a lot, almost like a Skyrim kind of game, but with first person shooter mechanics as the core of it. Yeah, And there are skill trees sort of in this game kind and you of. do sci- you, you do unlock new skills as you play but it seems
0: very like haphazard to me the way they're organized the way you unlock I, them i think they do that to kind of like uh cater to how you want to play so if you do want to play stealthy you can you know go that route mm-hmm. and they're very like singular skills that don't really relate to each other so you don't have to like commit to one ty- style of play you right kind of diversify a little bit. And there are some that you have to unlock one. It's like a tier base where you have to unlock one to get okay. to the next level of that skill. Yeah. Um, but there's only like two or three of those, I think.
2: Okay. but And, and I mentioned equipment too. Uh, one of my favorite things about Far Cry 3 was kind of, and two actually, building an arsenal of weapons that as you unlock them, then you have kind of permanent access to them and you can take them into any firefight, into any assaulting of a stronghold that you want to. And... Kind of build your arsenal tailor it to whatever situation you're approaching and then there was also very end game stuff in three where you would get special weapons by taking on challenges and you earn them as rewards and they are kind of the definitive versions of each weapon type in the game and they were so much fun to use and they felt like a serious accomplishment to get one because usually they took a lot of work a lot of legwork side questing hunting whatever to unlock and i i can't say for sure they're not in this game but based on my conversations with you it sounds like they're not really no I
0: mean you just you have to get I think the higher tier weapons in the game you have to get a certain number of resistance points Mm -hmm. to unlock them it's not too difficult um, I'm already unlocking kind of like the top stuff and once you find a weapon in the game, you have it in your... in your. And then how do you access it?
2: Do you go to vending machines or shops or you something You go to like shops, that? yeah. And then and you, you can c- c- just grab whatever you already own, basically. You can grab it what-
0: whatever you own and then okay. you can customize it there. And that applies to
2: vehicles well. too, right? Yeah, it does. There's a lot of yeah, vehicles in this game. A lot of vehicles. And they, and they control really, really well. I like the way vehicles have worked in every Far Cry game. And yeah. now we've got
0: um actual flying vehicles for the first time yeah. not just little gyrocopters you got helicopters, uh, helicopters you got and airplanes. airplanes and is it was probably i haven't like like overwatch looks good uh you know a bunch of other games look look good but i got in a plane and i was flying over hope county right yep hope county and i was like this is a beautiful absolutely it's beautiful a pretty game. game so i was coming up and i'm just like looking around you know Do you have a PS4 Pro or just a regular PS4? Just a regular PS4. Yeah, it still looks fantastic. I imagine it looks amazing at 4K on the Pro. Yeah, Um, yeah. I can't speak to that. I mean, we talked a lot about it. Uh, I want to complete it. Let me tell you guys all my thoughts on it. Uh, I definitely recommend it. I had a thought, you know, we compared it, or not, on, you know, Sea of Thieves, Sea of Thieves lacking content, but uh, Far Cry 5 has a lot. There's a lot of content. A lot there. to do. And funny funny you mention
2: that, we haven't done any co op yet. And I will we fully take the blame for that. I do want to try to hop on. I know I've and, been I've been really wanting to
0: play with you. Cause some chaos.
2: I feel like just rolling into some enemy bases and knocking them out. And or maybe even doing some quest stuff together yeah. would be really fun. So yeah. we'll have to try that and of then course. talk about it again
3: down the road. Scott, wake up! Hey, I'm Duke. fine. I'm Dan. Wake up! I'm happy that Zach actually <laughs> talked for one. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? I'll, I'll, give him a hand real okay, fast. Thank like, you. Thank honestly, you, thank you, thank you. all it
2: takes is him playing a, a current, relevant game. Yeah, I guess, yeah. and he has plenty to say about it. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Uh, I, I'll be honest. Uh, you mentioned offhand something about the possibility of Pokemon for the Switch, and I was like, hmm. I'm gonna go look up and <laughs> oh, see that's if how I can find, anything, find anything, new. anything There was a no, sale. For... Absolutely not <laughs> no, absolutely nothing.
2: What was the last official thing we heard? It was it at the um then in wasn't the switch launch from event? from Nintendo?
1: Yeah. It was yeah. Whenever that was announced, it uh, that was like before
2: the switch even came out, wasn't it? Or was no, it at E three? It was at E three last year. last year. Um, okay.
1: There's been a few other things since then. There's been job postings for doing this or that or the other thing. There's a lot of speculation posts on when they actually started developing it because uh, there are people who think that they probably started developing it with Sun and Moon, uh, but then based on some of the language that they've used, they probably even if they did. They would have had to shift gears so hard to change from building for 3ds to building for Switch, right? Uh, but there's and the because of the timing of Switch dev kits, they probably didn't have it when they started Pokemon Stars. Well, if
2: anyone was going to so. have it, it would be uh, Game Freak, right? Oh,
1: for sure. But um, I mean, and that was just a speculation post. Sure, no actual sure. proof there. Um, so they they place it at 2018 or later, uh, and then my next thought was one of Pokemon directs been compared to when games have come out. So, like for for Sun and Moon, uh, it was February 26th of the year that Sun and Moon came out, but for X and Y, it was like September. Yeah. And then it came out in November. So, there's not a so it, time it like reason. it could we could get word at any time and Nintendo has proved that they're willing to announce things several years in advance and also several days in advance. Yeah, it's true. So
2: and all bets are off right now. Switch so is just kind of been an enigma an enigma across the board. The yep. way things are rolled out, the way things are announced, what mm-hmm. what kind of third-party games like show up? Like what the party? can
1: you expect? So will we see it at E3? I don't think so. Not unless we see a Nintendo Direct be- or a Pokemon Direct before then, mm-hmm. just because I don't think we've seen Pokemon ever announced at E3. I gotcha. Or any other event other than a Pokemon Direct since they started Yeah, start doing it may not it be this year, um, unfortunately. But they could also drop a Pokemon Direct a week after E3 mm-hmm. and then build hype right there. This so turn. who knows? Yeah. I, I, like it, I have no oh, idea what wrong. they'll
3: actually do. Well, I don't mean to cut you talking about Pokemon, but just mm-hmm. real quick, uh, I know Zach's excited. I'm really yeah. excited yeah. about it. Uh, I'm the new too. the new Spider-Man game got uh, today. announced today. Yeah. Well, it didn't get announced, but it got a release date. Release date, yeah. So if, a release If you guys
1: want to think back to the intro, that's what what I was talking <laughs> about yeah. vaguely an
3: hour ago. Uh, what was what was the date again? September 7th. September 7th. Relatively soon. It's 155 days. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Got the countdown clock going. So not only did that come out, but we also got a, uh, there's going to be a collector's edition as well. Uh, It comes with a statue as always, um, a little art book, uh, some other crap just thrown in there. This game looks rad. A metal case. It also
0: looks like Game Informer is doing like a special um, coverage basically like this whole month. Okay. With cool.
2: uh, yeah, usually their issues focus or the the cover story is one specific. Yeah, they're title doing like
3: exclusive it. videos, interviews, all that cool. stuff. With it the, looks like a really cool game from what we've seen. So um, I so hope hopefully. it's not one of
2: those games that just shows really well and then comes out and I isn't know, great. Right? It is. It's Insomniac, right? It is. And they so have a are for good open world, yes. even superhero based games. Yeah, like uh, Infamous. Infamous, and, fun. Yeah, yeah Infamous yeah. is a great. lot of
3: fun. Uh, what else did? Insomniac. Didn't they do Ratchet and Clank? They did do Ratchet and Clank, yeah. but that wasn't really open. War. It was more linear. No, but but, but it the was platform still mechanics fun. are there. Yes,
2: the um combat is there. What matters some,
3: is that every new. single game that Insomniac has ever come out with has been fun, and when it comes down to it, that is the most important thing. So totally. as long as Spider Man is fun and cool. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I for think it. fun
2: and cool are going to be yes. right there at the top. Of the I don't list. even care if there's <laughs> like that game. I don't even
3: care if there's like stupid quick time press this button this amount of time. There are those. We there are. That. I don't care if there are because what they showed us, they look super rad. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like where you just like spit a little web out and then if you don't do it you splat your face into the ground and blow up a building or something like that. Like this actually looks really cool. You know what's um, weird to me how they do it. This what?
2: game is not tied in any meaningful way to the MCU to good. the extended Marvel universe. Good. Which Spider-Man very directly is right now yeah. in the cinematic universe.
3: But they should keep it separate. Yeah. There's no reason I this like a, that. this happens. isn't this isn't Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I okay. guess a
2: good comparison is uh the Batman trilogy video games that came out over yeah. the last few years. They came out alongside um the Dark Knight trilogy. And yeah. they were completely unrelated. Exactly. They were, they were all
3: fantastic. So, Except the last one. Uh yeah, okay. I'm with, <laughs> you.
2: I'm with you. That's fine. <laughs>
3: And then the one that the the same company that made Arkham Asylum didn't make, uh, which I don't remember which one it was. No, but it was Rocksteady. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's been well, a while. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, we are almost done yeah, here. So. Real
0: quick, I want to apologize for our lack of posting la- the past
3: few weeks. Yeah. Uh, you Don't know, blame me.
0: We still got logistical uh, things
1: to... Workout. Yeah, yeah. So we apologize. We have, apologize. Scott, we have lives. Your yeah, you're right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> sorry. Do. I'll never take another vacation you're again. You're not allowed. My bad. You you're not us. allowed. My <laughs> bad. So
0: episode seventeen is up uh, a week ago, week ago. Yeah, uh, a week, a week
2: a within week. the last week. Within the last of week. When this is being posted. so. You go <laughs> listen to
0: episode seventeen and this episode.
2: We're gonna try to get back on track with a yeah, weekly release yeah. yep. schedule yep. starting with this
3: episode. Check so. us out on iTunes on all the other social meets. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, iTunes. Uh, what. Uh VGRX Video Game Pharmacy. Yeah, Video Game Pharmacy. Video Game Pharmacy. Yep. Uh, Twitter, At at VG Facebook. Pharmacy on yeah. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, uh, Twitch, everything else. Instagram. Instagram. We're about
0: to post some behind the scenes photos so you guys can see what we actually look like. Maybe we might actually.
3: We maybe we might actually record a video or two for YouTube. Yeah, we're, we're we're thinking about working on some stuff. So. Yeah. Me and Zach gotta talk more about that. But yeah. anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, for me, thank you. Zach. Yep. Dan britain thanks
2: folks always a pleasure (laughs) this has been fun Bye, bye
3: guys thank you bye bye the pharmacy is
2: now closed